Now, listen, they want me to say hello, welcome to the James Well best bits of tonight's show, which you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen, see what you think. Right, let's talk to our old friend. Well, she's not how old is she? She's sort of oldish, I suppose. I'm not really sure. Uh, <laughs> Annabelle Denham, Director of Communications at the Institute of Economic Affairs. I didn't know a lot of people in economics had affairs, did you? Oh, yes, they're all at it in economics, yes. Oh, yeah. oh well, we better not talk to her about that. Um, Annabelle, good evening. Good evening. That was quite an introduction, James. I've got a birthday around the corner. It wasn't appreciated. Yeah, yeah, it's the wrong thing to say. Not a good <laughs> Did you intro. say you've got a birthday around the corner? Oh, I thought you were talking about the affairs. Um, I can never, never get over that that uh, word is used for other things. Um, oh, have you? How? Um, what, is it a good number? Is it a big birthday or not? Now you're digging even deeper. You really, yeah, grab your shovel. Um um, I, you know, no birthday's really good now. I think it's, it's, I feel that I've reached that point. You're, you're a really child. What are you talking about? You're a child. You must be uh, 35, I would think. My next birthday will be my 35th, it's true. And now oh. all of your... Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, you are really? good. You've got that technique, haven't yeah. you? But you did yeah, that yeah. without even yeah. seeing. So. Well, I've seen her before. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've, I mean, you? you've got that special way, haven't you? have got that special way you can do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not saying on the air now because that no, would be really that, rude. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Go on then. What? Well, you stopped. You just I'm stopped. not. No, I'm not. No, 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 no I'm not. Um, anyway, let's start again. Yeah. Um, so, Annabelle Denham, Director of Communications at the Institute of Economic Affairs, joins us. Annabelle, good evening. Good evening. That's better. <laughs> right. Because um, last time we spoke, or was it a time before, you were head of some other organisation, weren't you? I can't. I'm in high demand, what can I say? Yeah. No, I'm only yeah. joking. I was at the Entrepreneurs Network, um, yeah. and I'm now um, at the Institute of Economic Affairs. Mm. Yeah, well, I suppose yeah. you found yourself a really good job and, uh, and yeah. then moved on. Yeah. That, yeah. That's good. Onwards and yeah. upwards. Um, economic affairs are getting pretty, pretty messy at the moment, aren't they? They are indeed. Um, I mean, public spending uh, on the battle against coronavirus has risen to about £190 billion. Um, The Chancellor's announced another £30 billion of support this week. Um, You know, we've had 25% of GDP wiped off. We're going to have about four or five million people unemployed once the furlough scheme is unwound. So it's all looking looking a bit messy and a bit Mm. bleak. Yeah. What what do you think is the uh, answer to all of this? Because nobody seems to know. The Chancellor's doing his best, but what is the answer? Well, I mean, when you're looking at how Rishi can win the peace, you know, the government stuck up this scaffolding to hold the economy up um, during this crisis, and there's, you know, a big question now of how they remove it. Um, the short answer is by doing very little. Um, when the time comes, the government needs to step aside and let private enterprise, the private sector, drive our Recovery. I mean, I heard you both talking about, you know, John Lewis and uh, layoffs, um, which is tremendously uh, sad. But the simple and harsh truth um, could be that in the coming years, you know, we need fewer restaurants, less commercial and real commercial real estate, 
fewer airlines, um, you know, and what we don't want to see are taxpayers subsidising industries or individual mm. businesses that produce something the public no longer demands. Yeah, it was already doing, in a, it was already in a bad state anyway, wasn't it, some of the John Lewis's? It's nothing to do with the coronavirus, that hasn't helped. Um, exactly, and I think we'll see a lot of that, we'll see the coronavirus accelerating pre-existing trends, mm. be it yeah. um, the decline of the high street, um, you know, the move to remote working, although I do think some of those claims are a bit overblown. Um, and you know what we what we don't want is to be holding our resources, holding workers um, in certain jobs um, when they could be put to other uses, supporting the things that people people do want. Mm. I mean, I'm <clears throat> putting on your old hat for a moment. Mm. If you were going to be, a, if you're an entrepreneur, what would you be getting into then now? Oh, what are the sectors? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think um, the companies that have done very well are those in online retail, uh, video conferencing software. I mean, before this crisis, um, there were a lot of um, complaints from certain corners about um, big tech's monopoly over the market. You know, the fact that you had these huge tech companies that absolutely dominated and no one has really been able to keep up with Zoom. Um, I mean, Eric Wan, who's now uh, the founder of Zoom, is now the 140th wealthiest person in the world. So, I mean, it just goes to show that you can think things are going in one direction, but... um, It's true. I wonder why Skype didn't... didn't, Yeah, Skype must be kicking themselves. Exactly, yeah. They all are, you know. They've all got um, rival conferencing platforms, Microsoft Teams, um, Skype, you know, Google Hangouts, but Zoom really seems to be dominating at the moment. Um, I mean, there are other areas. Um, so a lot of people talk about the decline of commercial real estate, but I think uh, warehouse space will probably um, be in high demand, you know, connected again to online mm. retail. So uh, I'm not an investor and I, I'm, I'm, or an investment <laughs> advisor, so I, I, I'm really not sure where people should... Um, so it's a total shift in the, in the whole of society, isn't it? Like jobs are going to change and taxation will have to change won't it because you know you have to tax mm. warehouses more than the high street you have to can get I, listen can i ask a, a question that may seem very dopey to the two of you and pretty thick but how come somebody who comes up with the idea of zoom which is just putting lots of people on uh, on the screen at once which i yeah, think yeah. in different ways you could do anyway so it wasn't really yeah, yeah. a huge invention yeah. funny isn't it, it just people how started talking about it, so ash, it went viral please. ash ash just shut up. Well, I've just told you I'm what the so- answer is. I'm sorry, Annabelle. I, you won't listen. He, of course you won't. He's been no. doing this for the last few days. It's getting on my nerves. Um, I'm speaking to Annabelle now. Well, so she'll just say the, the same thing. She's just going to say the same thing. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. Uh, of course, the, uh, the Chancellor's just um, just said that they're going to be reopening. Here's your, here's your cue, mate. Reopening gyms at... July the twenty fifth. Slightly slow, but there well, we you are. said at at July. The 25th. Well, at, at midday on, that. on July the twenty fifth. Well, on on July the twenty fifth. Right. Good. We'll cut that out. Um, let's put talk- that in. Yeah. Cut that out. Yeah. Fine. Let's talk to Dean Russell, Conservative MP for Watford and member of the Health Select Committee. Dean, good evening to you. Good evening, James. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, that's all right, Dean. I did call you Dean Russell, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I've been called yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I know. I'm just uh, my my brain's a bit strange. Uh, you 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 are a doctor. I'm not. I'm afraid my initials oh, right. are DR, so that's probably close yeah. enough. Hopefully, 
Yeah. Well, I, just, I was thinking that. Well, how strange it would be. Um, but quite <laughs> often, uh, uh, MPs we talk to uh, are doctors now. There seem to be yeah. quite a lot of doctors who've yeah. become members of Parliament. Such a waste. Oh, shut well, up. hopefully not. But it's uh, I've, I've got a, I've got a master's in philosophy and physics. If that helps in any way. No, that's form. very good because <laughs> you'll you'll understand yeah. you'll understand my friend here who's a bit bonkers. But then there are all sorts of things in the um, in, in the the atmosphere working against us. In what we can't. And what we can't, uh, it's all down to physics and Particles. quantum physics, isn't it? And, and all that sort Particulates. of stuff. He I'll may be half anything. in another dimension. Well, I think, you know, it sounds like it would be a plot for a good movie. MP goes into well, space, perhaps. MP's in space. Or he, he ends up walking through a, a black hole here somewhere. Sounds anyway, like a Marvel uh, movie. <laughs> Now, let me, let me start this, Dean. Why, why can't they open swimming pools? As far as I know, this, um, this uh, virus is not waterborne, is it? Well, no, but I think, you know, trying to make sure that we're doing everything with the best we possibly can. And I think it's sort of gradually, un, you know, unpicking this lockdown in the safest way we can. And, you know, and I think getting gyms open uh, later in the month is going to be really important. I know, actually, interestingly, I've had a huge number of people contact me in the past hour thanking, thanking us for getting the uh, beauty uh, salons open. Mm-hmm. So I think that's been really important. Yeah, thanks for I'm that, not sure whether they were, I don't know whether they were targeting that at me or not. But, um, but yeah, so I think, you know, it's really important that we do it in, a, in the right way, in the safe way. But what I do know mm-hmm. is that there's an awful lot of work going on with public health um, specialists and, and experts to make sure that we can get those ho- open. But it's, it's, you know, we've got to do it in the right way and, and mm. at the right time. Um, are, are tennis courts open yet or not? Oh, uh, uh, the best place to go for, to double check, I'll double check for you. <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> Is um, I believe so, because mm. I know mm. open sports or, uh, and outdoor sports are, but the best place to mm. check is the uk website. And uh, that has all the details and increasingly right. we'll have more guidance over the coming days as well. I mean, because uh, you couldn't play squash. I know that. For, I don't think you can play squash now, can you? Well, I think I think the sports which are particularly um, high energy inside um, are the ones where we're having to be really careful. So it's like with concerts, you know, the idea at the moment is that we want to get people and you know musicians and so on able to do gigs again. But at the moment, only outdoors. Uh, when it's indoors, it poses an additional problem. Because I, I imagine, I I'm no expert in this, but I'd imagine it's often due to ventilation and close contact, whereas outdoors you can you can keep people further apart. Um, and I know there's a load of work going into uh, the impact of things like singing, uh, you mm. know, and even, even uh, brass instruments, you know, how does that spread things? So I think, you know, some of these <laughs> things probably feel a bit peculiar, but, you know, when you get into the nitty-gritty of it, they're going to have a, a massive impact yeah. in some way. So we're just trying to make sure... Yeah, it's it's full of aerosols. That's what they're saying. <laughs> they just hang what? in the they hang in the air the aerosol of the oh aerosol. it's not just two meters they do actually droplets hang in the air indoors. Um, <laughs> can I just say that I'm 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 not a, a big sports fan. I don't mind um, doing it in many cases, uh, but I don't really like going along and watching it. And I thought I, I saw a bit of cricket on the TV this afternoon, just in the news. How much more exciting and relaxing is it to watch cricket without an audience? Is it? Well, uh, yeah, 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 I thought it was. It's the same, isn't it? It's just like no, it's better. 
Well, I think that's that's the thing that's um, uh, that's that's I suppose part of this whole process, isn't it? We're trying to get back to some sort of normality, and I know people will be you know really wanting to get back into the crowds to be in a football match or cricket matches and so on. But you know, I think if we do it in the right way, it means that there'll be longevity there. There'll be uh, the ability to make sure that we're keeping the peak down. You know, all of those things are important. So mm. hopefully, I mean, I think everyone wants to get back to normal, but I think it's going to take you know weeks, months, and hopefully not too much longer. But we've got to do it in the right way. And I know that's um, a bit boring mm. for some, but if we've got. If we, it's better to make sure that we're doing it in a way that's sustainable. They're going to have to ban footballers spitting and stuff as well. They can't be doing that anymore <laughs> in these days of hygiene. Well, I, well, I don't think they are. Are they? Yeah, they all I spit. Oh, sorry, I wish we could ban it of, uh, when I see joggers spitting. I must admit, yeah. I've seen yeah. a few yeah. running past and, and cycling close it, to people. And I it think, is actually you know, illegal, I think, to do that, yeah. yeah. I, I actually think, yeah, I think joggers and uh, cyclists need to be kept out of towns and city centres because yeah. you're absolutely right, they're a complete and utter nuisance. And uh, I should really send a note to Boris about it, shouldn't I? Yeah. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Now, uh, the TV licence, it's not going to be free if you're over 75 anymore, unless you are on pension credits. But there are quite a lot of people who aren't on pension credits that... The TV licence fee is uh, is a bit difficult. And, and maybe they want Netflix anyway. Yeah. Um, I actually think that uh, we should scrap the whole of the licence fee, get rid of it, and then if people want the BBC services, then they just pay for them. And if the BBC can't yeah. run the monolith of uh, company that the BBC has become, and in some ways they think they're more powerful than uh, than. Uh, than anybody in the yeah. country. Well, yeah. they, in, yeah. in a way, they've been allowed to. Yeah. Um, I've worked for them for quite some time. The very big executives get paid a ridiculous amount of money, a lot more yeah. than people get anywhere else. And pensions, are and, yeah. and a few celebrities might get very well paid, but majority of time, the BBC is always saying, well, we haven't got enough money, we can't pay you this, or we can't pay you that, or we're oh, scrapping yeah. this, or we're scrapping that. Come on. The BBC has just become a joke. If you really want it, you can you can pay for it. I'm not stopping you. Uh, but I don't think we should be a license anymore because if no. I want to watch other programs, uh, then I pay for those and I'll watch them. And if I want to pay for something on the BBC, uh, then I will pay for that as well at the time that I use it. But well, they I need inject. all these. They need all these over seventy fives to pay for Gary Lineker's uh, wages, so he can keep mm. in the lifestyle he's accustomed to. Yeah, get rid of. I mean, Gary Lineker's a nice guy. He's got lots of money anyway. Doesn't need the million quid he gets from the BBC. I don't think. No. Uh, and I'm sure if you said to him, "Look, Gary, we can't afford to pay you this much. Can we pay you sort of?" I don't know. It's match of the day anyway. The show sells itself. It's the football people want to see. They don't need him in there at all. Um, Let's uh, let's talk to uh, Joel Williams. He's a Conservative councillor for Cardiff North, uh, and he wants it scrapped too. So I thought rather than having an argument with somebody tonight, we'll have somebody on who totally agrees with me. Ah, Joel, good evening. Good evening, James. How are you? I'm very good. You don't sound Welsh. You know what? A lot of people tell me that, but when I leave Wales, apparently I sound Welsh. So you do a bit, I think. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they, I'm beginning to hear it now. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I mean, let's I, get down to business, shall we? Well, I'm I'm in charge of this show, Joel. I'll decide when we get down to business, mate. Not you. 
This is the problem with the councillors and various other people. They suddenly think they're yeah. in charge He's of it. He's got authority. I like it. It's authority. Do you really? Well, no, not having no, anybody in authority no. over me, Ash. You should have learnt that, Ash, shouldn't you? Well, James, anyway, don't yeah. James, I'm very I'm passionate f- about this issue. I'm, I'm sure you are. Uh, the issue that I have spoken about on many occasions and on many platforms, and by the way, I do occasionally, probably not so much now, I can't see me getting any work on the BBC, uh, but I have worked for the BBC quite a lot, and I've, yeah. I've done some programmes for them that became very successful, I'm very happy to say. Uh, but there are, and there are parts of the BBC, I think, that uh, should be paid for, um, out of whatever money they make, and that mostly is their local radio stations, which n- nobody does local news to the extent they would be able to do it, not papers or anything else, and that's what they should be covering, not playing loads of records like and no, badly, no. but like every other radio station. Um, that's just a particular beef of mine. Um, I think we should get rid of it. What would the BBC do, Joel, if we did? Well, what I would like to see, James, um, is the licence fee scrapped in its entirety, Uh, We need to move to an opt-in service, um, which can therefore allow the BBC to raise additional revenue. And if the BBC is so confident that it delivers a fantastic service, then allow people the choice to opt-in to watch and stream its services. Mm. Now, it's wrong that in the last couple of days, the BBC have reaffirmed their view that the over-75s will now have to pay for their television licence. And, you know, the BBC have got some fantastic presenters Um, But I really don't believe that those presenters are worth 10,000 over 75s hard-earned cash per annum. Mm. Now, the Conservative Party that I am um, proud to represent is the party of the consumer, and we should be on the side of decent, hard-working people. We should also be on the side of choice. Now, Amazon and Netflix, to name but a few, people can choose. If people... Uh, don't like their services, they can choose to go somewhere else. Now, in the last week, um, I have left my bank, HSBC. Why? Because I'm not happy that they have come out in support oh. of the Chinese government's oh. decision well, no, against good Hong Kong. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. But I, yeah. I have taken that And what decision. do you think about Huawei? What do you think about the decision that it looks now as if we can't get out of any contract with them because... Uh, it would ruin our telephone network and we would all go dead on 2G, 3G, 4G, 5G, whatever it is, until actually uh, the telecoms in this country get it all up and running. We have relied so much on them, they actually mm. control our phone market. That's a sign, isn't it, then, to get out You yeah. know, well, that's I think that worrying. That is an, in- an indication that if we are seeing from the Chinese government um, sort of wavelengths along the lines of we want to be your friend, if you're not our friend things could get ugly. Yeah. Well actually let's pull out now whilst we're able to. Yeah. It may be difficult well, but it'll be a lot easier than if, if we're, we're later down the road. Yeah. yeah but you know people rely on their phones now. It's a piece of a piece of equipment that nobody can do without. Absolutely. And, and you... tr- trust me, what, what I heard today is that if we get rid of the Huawei uh, involvement, it, it, we wouldn't be able to operate the phone network in the country we have like it is for at least another five years. And I, I don't have time to wait that long. Do you, Ash? Well, I don't. Is that true, though? I mean, they, what our phones well, would what go... That's what they're that's saying. That's what a conservative... No, not yeah. a conservative minister. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the I think one of the big bods in... I'm telecom, sure the rest the, of the com- company... British Telecom. The Americans would help us and the Finnish who are experts, you know, the other companies would help us because it'd be in their interest to help us. 
The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. We didn't get any money, did we? I got a checky today in the post. What? I didn't for? even look what it was for. I just paid it in and yeah, man, I'm going to have a good weekend. Director of Communications at the Institute of Economic Affairs. I didn't know a lot of people in economics had affairs, did you? Oh, yeah, so they're all at it in economics, yeah. I could see myself getting massaged, covered in warm oils, and then plunging in the plunge book. Is that not on? Whether it's legal or not, it's not on. Huge number of people contact me in the past hour thanking us for getting the uh, beauty salon open. Mm. So I think that's been really important. Yeah, thanks for that. Let's get down to business. I'm in charge of this show, Joel. I'll decide when we get down to business, mate, not you. This is the problem with the councillors and various other people. They suddenly think they're in charge of it. He's got authority. I like it. We've got a caller. Who are we going to next? We're going to Jerry in Bristol. Jerry the trucker. Gavin, good evening. Welcome. Hi, Gavin. Hi, Ash. Uh, Hi, Gavin. No, I'm James. Yeah. Um, anyway, listen, so we were, it's you we should be talking to, not yeah, us. Yeah. We talk to ourselves all the time yeah. and it gets annoying. That was uh, the clips for today, the worst of Whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com.